0: Cutting through an overload of information to get to the heart of the story. This is The Point.
1: Chinese Lunar New Year with a Caribbean flavor for the Chinese people and people of Chinese descent. The Lunar Chinese New Year is about snow, ice, firecrackers, and big family meals around steaming hot dishes, but this year we have decided on something more refreshing. Although we are still in Beijing, I have invited the ambassadors of three Caribbean countries on set to share with us their perspectives about their traditional festivals, their China experiences. And spoiler alert, their China connections run deep, although they are all incredibly young. Without much ado, let me welcome to this special edition of The Point with me, Liu Xin, Annalisa Lau, Ambassador of Trinidad and Tobago to China, who is also currently the head of the Caribbean Caucus here in China, Hallam Henry, Ambassador of Barbados to China, and Ian Marshall, Grenada's Ambassador to China. Welcome to The Point. It's great to have you here. But before we start our conversation, let's first take a look at the countries that they represent. What do all Caribbean countries have in common? Fun in the sun, lots of it. Nestled in the tropical waters by the Gulf of Mexico, Barbados, Grenada, and Trinidad and Tobago are three major tourist destinations and they are getting increasingly popular worldwide. Barbados, an eastern paradise known for its vibrant culture and beautiful beaches. Grenada, the island of spice, famous for its nutmeg and cocoa. Trinidad and Tobago, a twin island nation, renowned for its carnival. So put your feet up, get your shades on, and put on your flip-flops. Join us as we explore these jewels of the Caribbean, their thriving economies, and stunning natural beauty a lovely introduction to these three countries in the Caribbean and it is my first time to focus in on this region of the world for the very first time so i'm really excited but first of all introduce yourself to our audience and uh, ambassador henry shall we start from you
2: yes please thank you thank you for inviting me onto the show it really is a joy to be here in the chinese new year season as we approach the spring festival my name is halim henry i'm barbados's ambassador to china uh, Barbados and China have been great friends over the last few years and I'm really looking forward to share more of our Chinese friends here today
1: hmm I understand your Chinese is very very good because you grew up in China kind of <laughs> <laughs> do you have a Chinese name you want to tell well, us
2: yes I mean t- uh, my Chinese name would be Heng Li, Heng Li. Uh-huh. and yes I would have come to China in 2010 originally to study my undergraduate and life would have taken me to now 14 years here in china so i really um you know it's a country with, in which i grew up in and i'm looking to use that um, energy which i bring to the to the position to also bring that growth between our two relations
3: i'm looking forward to hearing more of your story in just a moment but ambassador lao tell us more about you Hello everyone, Dajia my name is Annalisa Lau or Liuna, as my Chinese name would go. I am the ambassador of the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago to the People's Republic of China and I am so very happy and grateful for the opportunity to be here with you, Ms Liu Xin from The Point to share a little bit about my Caribbean island home, Trinidad and Tobago, and also the impact of Chinese culture in Trinidad and Tobago as well. So thank you so much for having me. It's a great pleasure. You look somehow Chinese. (laughs) Do you want to tell
1: us a little bit more about that story?
3: Yes, of course. I look forward to sharing some more details about the the very close ancestral linkages between China and Trinidad and Tobago. Um, But I would like to share that my paternal grandparents are actually from Zhongshan in Guangdong province. Mm, China, hence the the Chinese uh, connection there. But
2: uh,
1: we'll explore that in just a moment. Ian, (laughs) tell us about you, if I may call you Ian.
0: That's that's fine. Um, Thank you again, Leo, for having me on the show, The Point. It is a pleasure to be here at this time of the year, um, where it it calls for that uh, uh, gathering of friends and family. My name is Ian Marshall. I am the ambassador of Grenada.
1: You also um, have a Chinese name. Oh
0: yes, I do. I'm called Ma Yan.
1: It's, Ma Yan.
0: It's Chen Li Ma Da Ma Yan, Shi Li Ma. Yan Yan. Yan
1: Yan. Okay, for those who don't understand uh, Chinese, it's uh, a <laughs> horse and rock. Horse and rock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you also have a very long history of engagement with China. You started um, coming to China first in which year
0: my my journey started with China in 2006 when we resumed diplomatic relations with China Uh, the first batch of scholarships fortunately I was one of them so um, it started there and now 10 years 12 years later I'm back to continue what I uh, left off in 2011.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. We hear more about that as well. But since this is such an important occasion, and uh, this is also an occasion where people send greetings you know, to their fa- friends and relatives. Actually, weeks ahead, people already started wishing their loved ones, their friends, uh, an early Chinese Spring Festival. So I think we should do that here, as the occasion calls. Um, Ambassador Henry, or Heng Li Da Shall we start from mute? Would you like to share with us? Uh, you speak excellent Chinese, I mean, th- this conversation should, ha- should take place in, in Chinese, I know. Um, would you like to take the lead?
2: I yeah.
1: <laughs> You're too modest. You not only learn the Chinese language, but you know, <laughs> learn the Chinese culture of being modest too. Ambassador Henry, you want to take the
2: lead? Yes, I would like to wish our friends here in the audience a uh, happy Lunar New Year. And to do that, I will use a traditional Chinese greeting. What does
1: that mean? Do you want to explain a little bit about its meaning? Yes,
2: sure. It is an ancient Chinese greeting that really attracted me, actually, because of the way it ends with the Sui Sui Ping An. That speaks to the peace and harmony that we're really looking for in the world today. And uh, the Zhao Zhao Mu Mu reminds us, along with the Nian Nian, that we need to work on it all day, every day, all night throughout the year. Peace is very important to our world today. Mm
1: -hmm. Beautiful message. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Ambassador Lau, so coming from Guangdong originally, can you um, maybe speak a little bit of Cantonese here?
3: Yes, I will try a little bit. Our my grandmother, she was adamant that we learn a few Cantonese words. So it was very important that we wish our Chinese elders Happy New Year in Cantonese. Growing up, Gong Fat Choi, and also to our Mandarin-speaking, Kang. I wish you all a bright and beautiful year of the dragon. Thank you, thank you.
1: That's uh, wonderful. That's wonderful. And uh, Ian. So well, how would you like to send your greetings in, in the way that you are um, comfortable with?
0: Well, I'll, first of all, like, I'd like to wish everyone the Year of the Dragon, prosperity, peace, health, a life in 2024, the Year of the Dragon, with less stress and a little bit more relaxation and of course, success. What's Long Nian. 平安, 身体健康, 完事无益, 还是最重要, oh.
1: So Ian, a lot of people have pressure these days, and many of them are resorting to yoga or tai chi or kung fu to get rid of the stress. Do you have any experience to share with people so that they can, you know, get rid of their stress a little bit?
0: Definitely. Um, for example, tai chi. Um, which I did while in school. Um, it's one of the uh, forms that helps you to remove your mind from the world around you mm. and simply focus on what's happening with your yourself, your body, your legs. So it takes you away from the stresses, um, and also uh, you know physical exercise is also good for stress. So. Mm.
1: All of you have a lot of connection between both china chinese culture and uh, the culture from the caribbean region um how about the general public i mean how much do they relate to the chinese culture and vice versa you know that you have uh, been here a couple of uh uh, months or years uh, according to your observation let's start with for instance in the Caribbean's in your home country Barbados for instance During this time of the year um, Are people aware that there is this big you know traditional Chinese holiday that they're also celebrating in kind if not specifically this particular festival but you know also uh, Celebrating you know with, with some kind of festivity
2: Yes, no, thank you miss Leo. I would say they're not only aware they look forward to it Um, Barbados and China have have had relations since 1977. So we're talking in excess of 40 years. And since then, our Chinese community has always um, celebrated this festival, the Lunar New Year. But most recently, about 10 years ago, we had our first what we coined Fish and Dragon Festival. And the Fish and Dragon Festival, the fish represents the fish of the Caribbean Sea. Mm -hmm. And the dragon, Mm -hmm quite fittingly in this year of the dragon, represents China Sure. and this is a festival that is now annual and it sees the local Chinese community, the local Chinese embassy work with Barbadian counterparts and they put on a production for kids, adults, anyone really in the Caribbean. They come to Barbados and they celebrate the Lunar New Year with a little um, fusion with the Barbadian culture. So our carnival is traditionally in the summertime, we call it crop over. And the Lunar New Year, as you know, is usually around January, February. So at the Fish and Dragon Festival, you can have a taste of Chinese food. They have, um, we here in the in Beijing, in the embassy, we work with them to facilitate art troops, sometimes musicians, sometimes dancers, sometimes martial arts specialists, even um, Chinese traditional medicine practitioners. They come to the island and they showcase the. Chinese quality, high quality performances to the Barbadian um, community, yeah. and it's something that um, really excites the, a- the average Barbadian. So yes, in Barbados we actually look forward to the Lunar New Year. Mm. We wish we would get a holiday as we do here in China, but nonetheless it is a great celebration
1: How interesting. Fish and dragon. Ambassador Lau, what is the picture in Trinidad and Tobago? Do you have a similar fusion or because the country is bigger,
3: there is a bigger Chinese community that they're naturally just celebrating the Lunar Chinese New Year? Absolutely. Well, actually, Trinidad and Tobago and China, we have a long history of friendship that dates back to 1806 um, with the arrival of the, the first group of Chinese migrants from Guangdong province. So our Friendship goes back over 215 years, so we do have quite a large, vibrant Chinese community in Trinidad and Tobago, and they are fiercely proud of their traditions, Mm -hmm. their customs, and of course, upholding the culture as well. Do you have a Chinatown then, and Chinese restaurants recently established (laughs) in Port of Spain? Um, Port of Spain has a twinning arrangement with Shanghai as well, so uh, Charlotte Street on Port of Spain has traditionally been uh, home to many Chinese uh, restaurants and grocery stores and many uh, shops that have you know daily consumables and household what is the most popular chinese dish that (laughs) the local people oh my goodness there are so many um chinese food is very very popular in trinidad and tobago and the thing is that our country is so multi-ethnic and multicultural so the local spices are also infused into the traditional cooking traditions. Can you give an example? Maybe? Absolutely. We have our own version of chashao bao, which we call pao. So it's still filled with the, the chashao um, pork inside. And it's a local favorite for children and adults. And it's really a very part. Oh, with Caribbean spices? Oh, yes, absolutely. So instead of sweet, it has what, um, how would you describe it? We have some of our local spices as well in it, including the seasonings. So shadow beni, uh which is almost similar to cilantro. So we do have our own uh, flavorings that we add into the, the traditional cooking traditions across the world. So chashaba is very, very popular in Trinidad and Tobago, as well as wontons, wonton. Mm-hmm. So those things are also very popular.
1: We shouldn't talk about that
2: because
3: that
1: that gets my stomach rumbling, and woo. OK. Um, Ian, tell us about, the, you know, the, the Chinese Lunar New Year festi- Festival atmosphere in um, Grenada.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, we, we share two events in our history. Um, that's around the same time as the Chinese New Year. One in particular, this year we celebrated our 50th anniversary of independence on the 7th of February. And also in Kariyaku, that's one of our dependent islands, we also have Carnival, Kuang Um, What has been happening recently with the development of our friendship, China and Grenada, um, through the embassy, the Chinese embassy in Grenada, and the Chinese companies that are present, they were able to launch their mass band so, in Carnival. Carnival, it's a it's a celebration. Of course, of course. Yes, costumes. So a and, float, like yes. a
1: formation, a procession.
0: Correct. Yeah. So this year we had um, we had the dragons, the drums, and uh, you know, so that cre- continued to create that, that bond. Now. Over the last 19 years, since our resumption, there has been quite a bit of scholarship students coming to China, like myself, and returning home, and sharing our experience with China. And that certainly has given a different outlook, and that helps to, 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 to create that relationship. And During the Chinese New Year, now, most Grenadians look forward to sharing with the Chinese embassy because there's all the Chinese population in our country because there's a festival, they'll invite friends, workers, and and that is now part of our society. It builds part of the fabric.
1: Mm. So what is the most uh, prominent or recognized symbol of of China, of Chinese uh, festival in Grenada? The food. The food.
0: Chinese food is loved by all by everyone. All right. um, in Grenada, we have quite a few Chinese restaurants um, that I know from since I was a young boy from uh, Guangdong. yeah. Mm. And it has been one of our favorites. We look forward to going to get Chinese food. Um, and with the advent of our establishment of ties and yeah. the scholarships, now you find the population they're embracing more and more the Chinese food, the dim sum, the Jiao zi, Bao Jiao, mm. Chao Fang, yeah. sweet and sour pork, chicken. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they are looking forward to it. Yeah. And so of the, course mm-hmm. one common thing is the fireworks.
1: The fireworks Yes. Oh. To celebrate the traditional Chinese New Year. Correct.
0: And also our independence. Yeah. Because we fifty years independence every year the fireworks most most times are imported from China
1: I see so people see fireworks it's from China yes uh, it's a very Chinese thing for the so
0: we celebrate that February month with fireworks
1: from China from China (laughs) wow and
0: of course that period again it's about friends and family Um, every independence it's about food Mm -hmm. cooking our our national dish Mm. togetherness so it, it is it's it's a similar uh, meaning.
1: Yeah. Uh, what is the f- national dish? If
0: uh, sure, it's called oil down. O i l d o w n. Yeah.
1: Ah, oil down. Yeah. How come we talk about start talking about so much? Food? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Spring Festival is about eating. I, I mean, this is it's and it's a big thing for the Chinese people. Um, also because of the eating but also because of the family reunion you know because of the emotional touch as well but um, looking from the other direction after you come here you know you talk to the local people about your country and China of course in terms of population is not on the same scale with the Caribbean countries with many countries in the world how is your country perceived by the Chinese population you know um cultural wise for instance or um do people know about it uh, are the awareness and the understanding improved expanded over the past few years
2: yeah this is you know this is uh what i go to work to do every day mm. and it's what i've been doing for the past 14 years of myself being here in china and i really think that i naturally have been an ambassador since that time. And I say that because from the first time I arrived in 2010, at the time I came as a student, uh, my first year I learned Chinese and in that that, um, school, in that university, but also in that city, which was Tianjin, I was the only Barbadian. So from the beginning, People, you know, they're beginning to learn my name, but what they remember was Barbados, you know, Barbados. And they would even call me Barbados, the babadosa, Babados. <laughs> and for many people, and also because of, if you understand Chinese, the first tone nature of the word Pabados, it mm. sounded a bit funny to many people. So people began to associate Barbados with me. So that's a lot of pressure, you know, how I carry myself, what I like to do, what I'm interested in. They associated that, okay, Barbados must be like that. And that's something that I think is valid for every Barbadian that comes here to China. And over the years, we've had scholarship students. Like I said, in my year, we were two. As our relations improved over the years, we had up to four, eight, 10 students coming per year. Students here, they assist us at the embassy as sort of like satellite ambassadors by representing what Barbados has to offer, by informing and sharing with their Chinese friends and also the wider diaspora what Barbados is about.
1: Uh, What is Barbados about for the ordinary Chinese? I mean, is there one thing or one image?
2: I would say if I had to put it into one sentence, it's a beautiful island that has developed in a way that makes it very conducive for actually living, recreation and play. And for that reason, we have done very well in the financial services sector. But in recent years, the one word that people associate with Barbados globally has been Rihanna. Rihanna, who is now a global superstar, she's a billionaire entrepreneur, has transcended from a singer to an artist to now... um, uh, And she was born... She was born and raised in Barbados. So that is something that now people start to identify with that they wouldn't have been when I first came to China. So it's a case where I try to bridge that gap between what people know about Rihanna and what they know about Barbados. Because once they hear Rihanna is from Barbados, they get very interested okay. because, you know, Rihanna is yeah. a gem.
1: We do have a lot to learn. We do have a lot to learn about the, the Caribbean region. Ambassador Lau, um, what is your observation of the perception and understanding of Trinidad and Tobago among the Chinese?
3: I think that not many of our Chinese friends are fully aware of the reciprocal cultural contributions between our both countries. For example, in Trinidad and Tobago, they are very well aware that the Chinese would have migrated to Trinidad and Tobago in successive waves from the 1930s, the 1940s and the 1950s as well. And the Chinese would have contributed significantly towards law, politics, medicine and of course the creative industry in Trinidad and Tobago. But of course, apart from those contributions from China to Trinidad and Tobago, the people of Trinidad and Tobago have also contributed significantly to China and many people aren't aware of that. Um, So I always relish the opportunity to share and to talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, the late Miss Dai Alian, she was the the founder and the principal of uh, the Beijing Dance Academy and she is considered the mother of uh, Chinese modern dance and she is of Chinese descent and she was born and raised in Trinidad and Tobago.
1: Yeah, I never knew, I never knew of that. Of course. Yeah, and similarly, in uh, and Mr.
3: Eugene Chen, uh, he is considered the first minister of foreign affairs of China under four successive governments under Republican China and he was also born and raised in Trinidad and Tobago. Well, he served in 1927 as the foreign minister. So there are those reciprocal cult- cultural contributions as well.
1: W- what about the asphalt story? (laughs)
3: Yes, of course. I get asked that all the time. Uh, Many of our Chinese friends, you know, they always say, you know, the asphalt in Trinidad and Tobago, they know the asphalt for its high quality and high value. And of course, the Pitch Lake is found in Trinidad and Tobago in the south of Trinidad and Tobago. And uh, it is considered the largest natural deposit of pitch in the world. And you can find our asphalt. uh, It was used to pave the Beijing, um, the dashing airport Mm -hmm. in Beijing, as well as the Hong Kong Macau, Zhuhai Bridge, as well as the uh, Beijing Chang'an Avenue. So it's quite well known.
1: Next time I walk on the Chang'an Avenue, (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> Absolutely, we are part of Trinidad and Tobago in Beijing. <laughs> well, think
1: about that. that I mean, it is incredible, right? Yeah, it is yeah, incredible. Yeah. You never think that uh, something so close that you take for granted in, in your daily life is actually coming from a, a place that's far, far away. And uh, that's fascinating. That's fascinating ian uh your observation you're here relatively new but you as an ambassador as
0: an ambassador but
1: yeah as a student you've been here almost 20 years
0: right yeah um as a student i've been a student uh, five years from 2006 to 2011. now i believe my journey like like ambassador Hallam, similarly my role as ambassador started then um after only six months in school um, and I, I, by the way, I attended the Beijing Jiaotong University. Um, I was selected to be the president of the Foreign Students Union, um, being the only Grenadian in that school. Um, after the language year there, I was the only foreign student in my class so my friends were all Chinese and of course it gave me great pleasure to explain and show what Grenada, where Grenada is, what it has to offer, and share some of our spices. And when I say spices, Grenada is known as the Isle of Spice. So, uh, just just a fact, we, apart from Indonesia, who produces, or uh, is the number one producer of nutmeg, we are the number two producer of nutmeg in the world. Also, cocoa, we do have. Uh, a matter of fact, right now we are known as the culinary capital of the Caribbean.
1: Are you jealous? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we do, we do have, we do produce some really um, high-end organic chocolates. So um, again, Grenada is known as the Isle of Spice. It is tourism-based. We do have beaches, and you know, it's you know peaceful, um, but it's the Isle of Spice. Wonderful.
1: Wonderful. It's fascinating, and I want to know more about all uh, that we've just discussed. Uh, How about doing that in part two of this special edition of The Point with me, Liu Xin? Many thanks to my guests, Ana-Lisa Lau, Ambassador of Trinidad and Tobago to China, Harlem Henry, Ambassador of Barbados to China, and Ian Marshall, Ambassador of Grenada to China. And uh, with that, we come to the end of this special edition of The Point with me, Liu Xin. As always, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter using the handle Lixin in Beijing. And since this is the eve of the Chinese New Year, why don't we say it together... Happy Chinese Chinese New Year. Year!